Welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Diving Into Crypto. A weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to you by Adlunum. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of Diving Into Crypto. This is JP from Adlunum INC bringing you everything about Web3. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest today. The organization that he represents is into the foundational, fundamental building blocks of this entire industry. You need people that are builders, and this is one of the fastest moving one of the rising companies that are coming into the space and of course we have uh their coo here and co-founder here today to, to talk about this but before we begin the show a few announcements ladies and gentlemen please remember in case we get cut off run back to the ad lunum inc on twitter and you will find your link to get back into the room that's one views expressed on this program belong to that of the speaker and are meant for educational purposes only, not to be considered as financial advice. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, you have reaction buttons provided in Twitter spaces, so use them liberally throughout the show whenever you come across something that you enjoy having heard from the speaker. Finally, at the end of this particular program, we will have a segment for question and answers from the audience. Uh, you can raise your hand and request to speak, but it also works quick if you would at any point of time like to ask a question, send it into Adonum INC and we'll have it answered for you on the show. And for those of you that are, are new to the show today, welcome once again. Adlunum is the industry's first NFT-integrated engaged-to-earn seed crowdfunding and IDO launchpad with a proof-of-attention allocation model. Effectively, what that means, ladies and gentlemen, is that we follow an engaged-to-earn mechanism which, which allows you to earn points and allocations, rewards, and all the good stuff on the Adlunum launchpad based on your attention. All right, that being said, Yokesh, welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. I know that my team worked quite hard to get you and was you know, a lot of scheduling to get you here. Uh, I'm gonna start straight off by, you know, I've introduced you as a co-founder and CEO at Blockchain X and also at BX Finance. So Yokesh, tell us a little about you and, and what got you to this stage in the industry today. Thanks for the introduction, JP, and uh, thanks for everyone here listening to the space. I am uh, like, uh, this is Yokesh, and uh, I'm the co-founder of BlockchainX and BX Finance. So uh, I started BlockchainX with my friends and co-founders with a vision to make a footprint into this revolution technology. Right now, we have a team of 75 plus blockchain devs and consultants here in India. So BlockchainX is a Web3 development company that gives you end-to-end -end solutions, everything in blockchain, right? From token development, mm -hmm. NFTs, metaverse development, smart contracts, dApps development. So uh, we are in this industry for five plus years now and successfully delivering over 100 plus projects. And we also have an internal uh, training academy to get more people into the Web3 space. So this week, we have launched a new product into the Web3 market called BX Finance, which is a no-code platform for the Web3 entrepreneurs. So this is me and where we are going at now. 
Okay, fantastic. So that that tells us a little about your profile and, and where you're at. But I'm curious to know, as are is every listener that's ever been on the show, what they want to know about, you know, who is the person behind this? Also, what was that moment when you when the you know the the switch just flipped and you said Web three is the space to be for me? What was that moment like for you? Sure. So uh, we were primarily a Web two development company initially. So we started uh, our parent company, Spark Out Tech Solutions, around two thousand sixteen. So right when we stepped mm-hmm. out of college. So around two thousand seventeen, when uh, BTC was around thousand uh, five hundred dollars to two thousand dollars. So that's when the uh, technology came into boom, and we were really fascinated by the decentralization tech behind it. And that's how we got into uh, crypto development. And that's how we started BlockchainX and all these journeys started. Okay, so so Bitcoin was the was the turning point for you. Uh, what was it for you personally? Was it just that, okay, hey, you know what? I've heard about Bitcoin. It's at uh, $1,000 at, at this point. It came up from, you know, a few dollars just a few years ago, but you're still hearing about it being a scam. So, so that would be, that would have been one part, right? But then... I'm yeah, certain there was that a, a was one part. Yeah. yeah, that was one part when we started into crypto development. And uh, around mm-hmm. 2017, if you see, uh, crypto development was primarily around uh, BTC, BCH, LTC, Monero. So it was all mm-hmm. API-based crypto projects. And uh, right. in 2017, that's when Ethereum uh, came into market with smart contracts mm-hmm. and uh, token-based projects. So that's how okay. all the Web3 space came in and all the different kinds of dApps came into market. So that was the turning point, which got me into uh, Web3 development. So primarily, if you see decentralization and secure identity is the primary mm-hmm. thing on the Web3, which got me more into to learn more about Web3 and start uh, doing, uh, contributing to the space. Okay, so I want to I want to dive a little into you know what what keeps you passionate about that, right? I mean, there's there's obviously that okay, hey, there's a there's an opportunity in the market, so this is something that we can get into. You know, we have the ability to use what we've learned out of college into this new avenue of an industry, but there has to have been some some moment, some point, some you know divine sign, if you will, that said, hey, Yokesh uh, needs to be in this space. So. I'm I'm looking to hear what what was that for you? Sure. So in uh, 2017, as I said, uh, that was the time when uh, centralized exchanges like uh, Binance, Poloniex, and uh, these exchanges came into market, and everything right. was centralized. So uh, th- that was the time when uh, DeFi came into a market when Ethereum launched. So with that being said, uh, when the smart contracts kind of uh, ecosystem came into market. So that's when uh, we uh, like uh, started digging more into uh, the decentralization and the identity identity kind of uh, part. So uh, that was the moment like uh, when we uh, we started uh, researching more into this space and we found opportunity that so that was the that is kind of a game changer for next uh, next at least five years. So uh, right. we started learning more about it and we started uh, development on uh, Web three at that point. Okay. Okay. So, so that was it for you. It was primarily that there was, you know, a, a whole new world out there with opportunities and yeah. it, it came calling to you and that's what got you um, interested first. <clears throat> exactly. What keeps you passionate about it? 
yeah so uh, contributing to the development uh, contributing to the community and building new uh, products to the industry keeps me more passionate mm-hmm. and uh, delivering scalable secure uh, web3 solutions to the market is uh, what keeps me going so we have been working as i told you we have been working with multiple uh, entrepreneurs around the world like with more with new ideas uh, like uh, with new ideas and uh, efficient products and contributing to the ecosystem keeps me going and passionate about the industry fantastic yokesh you, you know you 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 say we when when you're doing that so obviously you have a very strong team with you maybe your founding team or the the your the colleagues that are there with you tell us a little about them sure so uh, if you see uh, for me from starting uh, it has been my uh, co-founders and my development team completely here in uh, india who have been like mm-hmm. uh, supporting and they have been by they, they are being my biggest strength so i have been fortunate to work with the uh, right people at the right time so uh, mm-hmm. if you see when you are uh, by yourself it is always hard so but if you have a great team and the people that can help you grow that's what uh, is required for you and for everyone for anyone starting a new project the first advice which i'd give is like get the right team on board so if you have a right team so that's mm-hmm. when you can uh, take off on your project <laughs> so this is what uh, keeps me going on the team side fair enough so shout out shout out to the team at blockchain x yokesh i you know he's saying in so many words that he loves you guys he loves working with you guys and that's that's spectacular <laughs> <laughs> we have people listening on the space here as well from our team <laughs> that's lovely so it's so a big big shout out big shout out to all the guys who from blockchain x give us a reaction if you're in the room ladies and gentlemen uh, especially if you're from the blocking team you know do do something do something to show us that that you're here all right i can see i can see a few of them uh, a few of them already reacting that that that's fantastic all right so uh, needless to say if you you know if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go together right uh there's an old adage this, that says that you know so uh so you so your family is with you the people at uh, at blockchain x now what i want to understand also is the the community that you've built around you right uh and this in and of course as a blockchain development company uh community is extremely extremely important what is so, I've, i've got this question in two parts so the first one is what is that community for you and um how how do you view your community how do you you know um how do you engage with them sure so uh, i would say for any project to get successful community is the ultimate thing which is required so mm-hmm. uh, and i also think that uh, the concept of community has changed a lot in the past 2 years so uh, people think community is just having a bunch of people on your telegram group or your twitter followers or on your discord but that's not the case now so uh, i think i believe i strongly believe that community is uh, strongly important for a new project or even an idea is because mm-hmm. like trust is what that matters so a community means uh, people who understand and relate to your idea idea and trust on what you do so having a great community uh, like brings in more credibility to your project and that's more than anything which you uh, which is required to uh, go into the market fair enough okay yukesh i i think that 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 makes a lot of sense you know it's it's really more about it's not so much about the numbers it's more about the people that you that trust you and you trust yeah. them as well okay right. yeah okay fair enough fair enough so that's that's uh that's community for you now given that you're working in 
you know, in, in building dApps and building the technology that everybody is using in this industry, right? Uh, the, the thing that I'm curious to understand is what, what are some of the projects that you may have worked on uh, broadly? I, I don't need specifics per se, but I'm, I'm looking for what you've done that, has, that is, you know, that you're most excited about, that the, the projects that you're proud about that you can speak about. Uh, you know, sometimes they, they are NDAs, totally respect that. Uh, but, but what are some of those those projects that you that you've worked on that you, you absolutely love, right? And, and how did you choose? Why did you choose those? So two parts to this question. Sure. So uh, we have a client of us who uh, has been working together with us for almost like two years now. So uh, yeah. we have an NDA in place so that I cannot mention the name, but I can give an overview of what all we work for them. So uh, on like how we started collaborating with them is like we met them in Dubai on an event. So uh, they gave us their scope of idea and what they want to do on the next uh, three years. So they were a real estate company and uh, they wanted to uh, start kind of uh, uh, get into the crypto Web3 ecosystem. So we gave Mm -hmm. them a roadmap, like what is the list of steps which you need to do to get into the Web3 market. Like first you need to create a token for yourself. Then you can uh, like set up a website. Then you can uh, create a product which support, which gives utility for your token. So we Mm -hmm. did an uh, NFT marketplace for them. So which is like a real estate uh, NFT uh, marketplace where people Mm -hmm. can come and uh, like rent out or invest in the real estate projects uh, which they have and get fractional uh, payouts. So okay. that's the most interesting project we did. And how it went was the project was really a hit and uh, there were a huge community which was supporting them. And we also okay. did their uh, dedicated blockchain. So uh, they developed and uh, like uh, a dedicated blockchain like Polygon uh, for them, like Polygon Ethereum mm-hmm. for them, which specifically supports the dApps in their ecosystem. Like they, they did an NFT marketplace with us. They did a bridge platform with us. So everything supporting over their dedicated blockchain was the most interesting project which I have been working on in this space for almost two years now. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, but why did you why did you pick them, or rather, why did you pick this project of all the projects that you you know you, or rather, why did you pick this one as the one that you're most proud of? So, firstly, I would say is the team. So, before uh, like uh, starting to work on any project, we kind of do some uh, uh, like due diligence on our side. And uh, mm-hmm. what we see first is for uh, the team, like what they do, how well they are experienced, and what is their leadership like. So, whether mm-hmm. they are doxxed or uh, like kind of having some privacy. So, these are a few things what we uh, look forward in the team uh, if they are straightforward and things like mm-hmm. that. And second thing is the project scope, which we expect for. So whether the idea is unique, what problem is it solved, whether when they launch, even after, even though we develop and give it to them, it's uh, like after what we do is the part where they need to bring it to the market, whether they are efficient to bring it to market and launch it as a successful platform. So that's when we get rewarded as well, right? So we look for these kinds of things. And last thing which we see is for the community. So what kind of community they have and uh, like whether they really care about the community's suggestions and things like that. So uh, this is how we uh, looked for and we had uh, like multiple rounds of discussions with them and then we had them on board. Okay, so so Yokesh, this is this is quite interesting. I mean, uh, and thank you for sharing this as, uh, you know, as as a unit of insight. 
because what you've effectively told us is that the first thing is the team capability right which means that yeah. uh, and correct me if i'm wrong this is so this means that your first orientation is you want to know that you're able to deliver what is being asked of you yeah yep okay so so that's part one part two then is uh who is who is actually the client right you know are they uh, straightforward uh you know are, are they doing what they say that they'll do uh you know also also are they uh, you know what is the manner in which they operate how professional are them if there is a metric of of some sort how professional are they uh when it comes to your dealing and the third one is do they inspire trust with their own community right so uh so is 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 that is that your uh is that your 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 measure yeah so uh, basically if you see there are uh, two kinds of people who come uh, to who approach us for pro- projects one is mm-hmm. they who uh, they are uh, like uh, newbies and uh, new entrepreneur web3 entrepreneurs who want to uh, who are uh, like uh, who wants to launch their uh, nft or crypto project another one is right. an experienced owner who already has an experience in this industry and who mm-hmm. are looking to uh, uh, like launch a next product so the way of approach for both will differ so what we do is for newcomers new entrepreneurs we do kind of a education system wherein like we tell them what is required for them what they need to do uh, these are the steps we you need to do and evaluate them and we make them evaluate themselves whether they are able to uh, like uh, kick start with the development and then if they are able to get into the market and uh, do marketing and bring in uh, users for the platform so we make them realize and then we start with the project so at that is the point where we identify the client whether they are capable or not next part is comes the easiest part mm-hmm. an experienced entrepreneur who can mm-hmm. uh, like uh, uh, like uh, kick start a new project so they come in a formal way they come in a professional way they ask for they give a scope document to us we go through it mm-hmm. we uh, give them a quote and we have like sprint plans uh, like ready for them for the project and uh, that goes kind of a smooth kind of a project so this is how we work in a service based company like approaching to a web3 project mhm great okay so yogesh thank you for sharing that insight it's it's extremely open it's extremely uh, insightful and it's also very now what do you say uh, i'm i'm trying to find the right word it it's it it sounds simple but i'm certain it's not as simple as it sounds right there's <laughs> yeah. obviously going to be uh, a lot of back and forth with you and the team uh, you know how how the, how is that going to happen do these you know are they really doing what they what they'll say they'll do because that's that's obviously where you want to yeah. be at in in yeah. this industry yeah. right yeah yeah <laughs> okay okay spectacular so um being able to to pick the right project is certainly being able to pick your winners the ones that will give you you know something that you you at the end of the day you say that you're you're proud to have worked on a project like this that's that's great right now yeah. i also yeah. understand that you've worked as you've said um across multiple projects in this industry and uh in the web2 space as well so i'm curious to curious to know at this point um since y'all are in the position where you're building these these um uh these uh, you know to say to call them utilities would be would be really undermining them but to to build these uh value added uh, these value products that have the real life utility 
Um, where do you see the, the, the arc? Where is the trend getting to? Obviously, from the time that you've started, the projects you've picked, the winners that you, you're working with, uh, begins to create a sort of horizon for you about where this industry is going. What does that look like for you, Yogesh? Okay, so uh, if you see this industry is right on the starting stage, so uh, there are like, uh, uh, what do you say? There are like a few, uh, like most of 80% of the people who are getting into the market are uh, newcomers. They want to get, uh, they want to explore something and want to do something to this space. So uh, right now, if you see uh, like uh, this industry is still maturing and there are multiple things to be done for this industry to get stable. So if you see in the market now, there are multiple N number of blockchains coming up with new ideas and new implementations. So which means the market is not stable and it is still evolving. So uh, after five years now, if you see at uh, this stage, I would say still it requires another five years to get more stable uh, people uh, like to uh, have more people into the community working and to get more stable. So uh, at this point, I would say uh, the industry is still maturing and not ready for uh, the complete adoption. Granted, I mean, we, we have, uh, what, less than 5% of the entire world's population doing anything related to, to Web3 and crypto at this point of time. Larger brands are beginning to, to, to see the value of, uh, you know, uh, having NFTs, ha being in the metaverse, uh, advertisements, your, your, your skins that are out, out there in the game. And, you know, in, in that way, literally having some skin in the game. But what I'm, what I'm also looking curious to, to, to find out from your perspective is as you're building this, uh, even though it's still nascent, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Five years from now, when you, uh, five years from now, when, when you see that trend going, what is the maturity that you're expecting? So five years from now, I would say uh, Web3 is the next revolution, which is going to be there in the internet and computer. So uh, right now, if you see, uh, there are multiple social medias coming, multiple uh, projects coming into the market. And privacy is the ultimate thing which stands out at the last. So data and privacy is the ultimate thing uh, which comes out at the last. So uh, at one point, there will be a stage where all the projects and everyone has to adopt to Web3. So that's when the complete shift will be happening. Privacy, mm -hmm. data, and uh, security will be the utmost point where all the projects on the internet has to focus on. And Web3 mm -hmm. will be the ultimate goal for everyone to adopt. So that's when the uh, remaining 80%, 90% shift will get into the ecosystem. And that's the boom uh, everyone are waiting for in this industry. Okay. Yokesh, I'm going to throw you a curveball, right? Uh, and uh, and here's, here's, here's how it's coming. So uh, what, what I'm looking to, to, to also put a finger on is some of the industries that you've worked in where the solutions are provided for, like you've spoken about one being in real estate, right? Uh, and real estate, of course, uh, you know, um, sporting goods, uh, luxury cars, those have started getting into the Web3 space in a shape, in, in some shape or form, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Who else needs to join to join in for that larger adoption to take place as you, from, from your perspective, of course, who else needs to come in for more mass adoption? I would say existing uh, larger social media players, Twitter, mm -hmm. Facebook, 
Instagram. So these are the key players where uh, they handle with uh, personal data and uh, mm-hmm. privacy kind of things. So if these people start adopting, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, obviously like other players into the market will get adopted. So the mass adoption comes with the social medias starting to integrate with uh, Web3. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm trying to look at it from, with, with the same lens that you are. And I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but that, that being said, right, you, you've had Facebook that has tried, uh, tried, uh, tried Meta. You've, you have Instagram, uh, Reddit that, that are looking at, at you know, uh, NFTs. Um, what, what further are you expecting them to do? So uh, if you see uh, blockchain is not just crypto and uh, NFTs. So blockchain mm-hmm. as a technology like uh, has more advantages than just tokens, NFTs under it. So tokens, okay. NFTs are just use cases of what we can do mm-hmm. with blockchain. So if you see, uh, for example, uh, I, I can, what I can give you an example is that, for example, if you take uh, Instagram and we all have our uh, personal data uh, which is stored on uh, Facebook's uh, Meta server. So all our data, our interest and everything is uh, stored over there, which in the sense, mm-hmm. Facebook has access all to us and they have option to uh, like access it anytime and they can do whatever they want with the data which they have. So right. if we have a, a solution in place with blockchain in middle, so we mm-hmm. uh, we make the person that is you and me to have access to our own data and uh, communicating through these social platforms. And uh, this is how uh, this is achievable with blockchain. So when uh, uh, like primary companies do these kinds of activities, so that's when uh, the actual use case of blockchain will come into the picture and the Web3 uh, market will grow. So uh, there is uh, more use cases of blockchain, more than just tokens and uh, NFTs. Of course, of course, of course. Okay, um, fine. So, so that being said, obviously, when you have, uh, so I, I, it's become clearer now that obviously, with the more that somebody is able to to use it, and of course, the largest user base of technology today is social media. So, the moment yeah. that they adopt it much deeper, you're going to see people also adopting it much deeper. That's that's very insightful. Yeah. Super. Okay. Thank you for that, Yukesh. Um, I want to pivot a little bit now that we've we've spoken about that, but also uh, also ask you because when you look at projects that you've done, when you look at you know the technology that's out there um, and various chains that you're you're building on, uh, curious yeah. to know, uh, you know, do you have a favorite or why? How do you choose the one that you you find that has the most promise? Sure. So uh, Ethereum was the first uh, blockchain, EVM-based blockchain out there in the market. And that's how dApps uh, started. So that was mm-hmm. the initial uh, preference which we had. But that mm-hmm. preference changed a bit when new players came into market like Binance Smart Chain, Polygon, and a uh, few other chains like Avax and these players came into market. The reason being, the ultimately the reason was the transaction cost was the first right. reason. Second one is the transaction speed, which we get with the cost. That was the mm-hmm. second uh, reason. So primarily, if you see, almost all the EVM chains are going to behave the same way. So uh, right. all the, for all the EVM chains, the programming language is called Solidity. 
and mm-hmm. uh, a solidity code working on ethereum blockchain will work the mm-hmm. similar way on a binance smart chain or polygon so ultimately right. the core language is same but the way how they function is different mm-hmm. that's what makes the transaction fee difference and the transaction time difference so right now uh, we are uh, going with uh, polygon and uh, binance smart chain in our company there are a few mm-hmm. other blockchains like uh, solana and cardano into the market but uh, solana has advantages as well but uh, on mm-hmm. the cardano side uh, uh, so we don't recommend much as there is a long gap in the developers learning curve considering is uh, it's harder uh, language and uh, like uh, difficult uh, to adopt so that's why cardano is not still uh, in a expanding stage com- comparatively to others in the market but yes cardano has a larger community and they are doing more works into the blockchain and they are doing more stuffs uh, hopefully mm-hmm. in future years uh, like we are looking for uh, like targeting for getting into cardano next as well okay fantastic fine so thank you thank you for sharing that i think i think for the for those who are you know aspiring engineers or those that are engineering or developers that are there inside the room uh now have an an idea about what to turn to for early adoption or quick adoption and then they can go explore the other multitude of chains that are out there right fair enough okay so um right coming to coming to um the the second part that that is part of the the business that you, that that you are uh you know that that you've developed right and needless to say there's there's a multitude of people that are getting into the engineering space they want to be developers i understand india has a huge uh, developer community because there there's tons of people that are are in the engineering sector uh, or studying engineering and you know are are getting into uh, the it space right? Um, right but that being said i'm i'm curious to see that because we know that bx finance is uh, a sort of no code web3 platform you know Uh, tell us a little about that, and then uh, I have a few more questions that 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 are that dive deeper into that dive deeper into BX Finance. Sure, sure. So uh, BX Finance is is our first project that we have built for the market. That is like uh, with Blockchain X, we have been doing B two B products. We have been helping our other entrepreneurs. So the first time we are launching our own product into the market. so uh, being that said uh, like the main core advantage of the core aim what we have uh, we are trying to achieve with uh, bx finance is that we want to help web3 founders get started into uh, crypto uh, like with uh, a minimal cost and uh, like uh, minimal uh, investment mm-hmm. so that is the ultimate idea what we are looking to achieve so if you have a great idea and if you don't have a, a funding to hire a development company to uh, kick start with your project mm-hmm. so bx finance is for you so if you see in the market like uh, there are multiple like 90% of people who are non technical founders mm-hmm. and uh, uh, what they want to do is like uh, they want to get started with the crypto or nft business right. but they don't have the funding and don't have the knowledge to code themselves mm-hmm. and um, that's where what stops them from uh, getting into the market okay. so this is where uh, we want to make a footprint like we want to break the barrier for uh, new entrepreneurs to get into the web3 ecosystem so uh, we have been working on uh, bx finance for almost 2 years now we did some r and d and uh, like finally we came up with this platform 
so mm-hmm. in bx finance like we see, if you see there are like n number of modules which will be helpful for uh, web3 people to uh, get started with your token launch their nfts kick start with your uh, launches then uh, like multiple tools like airdrops lockers mm-hmm. uh, then uh, other kind of dexes they can set up their own uh, staking pools own farming pools which they can give it to their uh, community so there are n number of projects modules which we are uh, launching up so currently mm-hmm. at this point this week we have launched two uh, modules on the platform and uh, okay. uh, like following weeks like we are uh, looking to uh, launch one by one so right now if you see we have launched a token generator module and a token migration module so mm-hmm. uh, the reason for choosing these two modules is that as the market was down for a long time and right. uh, like multiple token based projects have been like lost liquidity and uh, people are looking to create a next version a version 2 version of, of their existing token so that uh, mm-hmm. they can give their end users to migrate from their v1 to v2 so that's why yes. we have launched this token generator and this migration platform which will be mm-hmm. useful for uh, the existing projects to migrate from their existing v1 token to their v2 token Understood. So yes. Understood. Okay. Okay. That that sounds it sounds really spectacular. And and you know I I think you've hit the nail on the head. Having developed this, also considering that we've had that you know there was a lot of a lot of um, bear market activity. There was a lot of uh, what do you say losses that that were that ensued because of um, because of the lowered quantum of activity. Right. So yeah. Yeah. um so the the product seems to have fit quite uh, quite well that that you've developed right now help me understand because most of our users they they were I'm certain most of our listeners on the uh, on the show and the ones that will follow are very happy when they hear something that says no code but you can put it together right very very right. happy to hear that uh, especially uh, especially people who are not from an engineering background because it gives them that sense of control in an area where they don't have any ability to control right true, true. so okay so so that being so said let me ex- modules, let me explain you this yeah so uh, uh, i would say i would give an example with the competitor itself so uh, there are multiple lo- uh, no code platforms in the market so for example if you take uh, pingsail is a no code platform as well so pingsail mm-hmm. has a token generator with themselves but the problem with pingsail is that when you create a token with them the smart mm-hmm. contract is not verified on the blockchain which means okay. you have no control to the smart contract itself so everything is there with the pingsail and you can just get the tokens in your wallet but uh, you cannot do any changes to the smart contract which means you cannot uh, update any value you cannot do a read uh, operation you cannot do a write operation which you can do from the explorer so what we have done is in our uh, bx finance what we have done is like uh, we have a module uh, so after you create a token you can mm-hmm. import the address and access all the functions which is there in the smart contract so which means mm-hmm. like what you do on the explorer you can do all the read write operations directly from the mm-hmm. platform itself so this is kind of a new initiative which is not being done by any token generators in the market also we have brought down the fee module fee to exactly 50% from what current uh, no code platforms are charging 
so this is how we see to comp uh, like stand out from our competitors fantastic i think that this is this is something that you're like you said right you're putting control in the hands of the people you're giving them the full range that is you know the 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 whole nine yards exactly in what you've built for them and you've built it for the masses so so that 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 seems to be absolutely fantastic i've got one last question as i said i'm, I'm you know since we're diving deeper into this particular point okay uh and and that question is while you've explained the use cases what are the ideal type of projects that should approach you what are the ideal kind of people that are, that are approach you uh that you've already seen you know for a fact this this will work very well for them at this point of time okay so uh, that completely depends on uh, like what the like entrepreneurs want to do themselves so uh, if they have a project and uh, like uh, if they have a long term goal with them a correct road map with them so uh, we can come on a discussion together and uh, go through over it so that would be the ideal thing so ultimately the plan initial planning of the project is more important than uh, like uh, what you do on the mid i hope that answers your question or uh, just in case if i'm out of it please uh, like uh, jp repeat it again um uk sorry i think i've i think i've kind of lost you there for a second as you were explaining that uh, the voice wasn't coming across clearly could you could we start that again please yeah so what i was telling is like uh, so uh, for new entrepreneurs who are launching uh, mm-hmm. their uh, crypto business so ultimately mm-hmm. the planning initial planning on the project the road map what they want to do is the ultimate mm-hmm. crucial part i would say so okay. uh, if you have a solid plan in hand and if you have a solid uh, team in hand so it is possible uh, to uh, go through it and at last the community is also going to uh, expect the same so you keep del- okay. delivering it to the community and the community will take care of the rest okay fair enough fair enough so um Okay so so that being said uh you know ladies and gentlemen you've got to check out what they're doing over at BX Finance for those of you that are young entrepreneurs or those that even have an idea or even a friend or somebody that you know who's an entrepreneur you know uh reach out to Yokesh you can you can reach out to him on on Twitter uh as well as the Block Finance uh Block Finance team that's that's in the room uh as well as the Blockchain X team that's in the room and they will they will guide you to to what you want to do so so that's absolutely spectacular Okay. Um that being that being said, let's let's uh, let's pivot to uh, another uh, another dimension of the, you know, in in the position that you are in the role that you're in. Um when people talk to you about this uh this industry being so so volatile, uh what is it that you tell them? Uh in terms of, you know, when I know that you mentioned an aspect of stability and one of the points was of course you know uh, crypto as an industry is volatile and it's not limited to crypto so we'll we'll bring it over to to web3 right uh what is it that that you tell them because you you I'm certain you have a larger peer group that's in the web2 space and they're saying hey you know what everything is hunky dory right here why are you in you know focused on on blockchain technology and you know the web3 industry what, what is it that you say to them Okay so uh, i would say that all assets are volatile under right condition so if you look at the stock market even nasdaq has uh, crashed multiple times in the past so uh, cryptos are being started uh, to be accepted as a class of asset around the world now and mm-hmm. i accept there is volatility 
but uh, what about bitcoin so uh, it was volatile uh, long ago but currently in the market if you see it's not much volatile this is because the market is starting to uh, mature so i would say as it starts to get mature and these digital class of assets will see most uh, like more periods of stable growth so uh, at last as you know like uh, as an investor you know that volatility is the thing like which gives you big gains so if you are ready to invest in crypto so you need to be ready for it and it this same volatility is a volatility currently now it's across all the markets understood 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 okay so volatility hits every single industry especially if it if there's a specific asset attached to it it's more volatile nobody is immune to it uh, and that's what you tell them when it comes to crypto right to to Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um, I want to go dive back a little bit into your journey because we're we're coming to uh, you know to a bit of the close uh, of the show. There's there's 15 minutes left. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I'd like to remind you if you have questions that you'd like to ask our speaker, you can uh, message them in to adrunamayanc, or you could uh, message them into Yokesh, and we'll try and get them on the show before uh, we run out of time. But that being said, when you were building Yokesh, when you were building uh, you know Blockchain X. Uh, and and you've made it turned it into the brand today like you said 2016 till now must have been a remarkable journey across the last 7 years right that 7 year itch is 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 getting done um what were some of the challenges you faced when it came to building this brand building this company i would say the primary challenge what we had was uh, like uh, putting in the right people so uh, mm-hmm. that was the initial challenge we had so initially we had around like three people with us and slowly we started developing and uh, once at one point after like uh, crossing the second year so we had the right team with us and we had the right people who were who were aligned with our vision so that has brought us to this stage now so now if right. you see after like 6 uh, plus 7 years so if you see mm-hmm. like almost people who were there uh, like after 2 years uh, when we started are still there working together with us together with our goals so getting right. up with the right team is almost the primary thing like uh, which everyone needs when they start a company and we were like very fortunate for it to work with the, the right people with us so that is the thing like which i want to say from my side okay so you okay you focused on internal branding getting the right people that are close to you getting the right kind of team together it it obviously is something that that is painful it takes time uh that's that's a little bit about your internal brand um uh you know i have to put my 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 branding hat on at this point and and, and ask you when people think of blockchain x what is it that you want them to think of web3 for uh, entrepreneurs so no code web3 platform for entrepreneurs so ultimately if you want to launch a project want to launch mm-hmm. a project on web3 space bx finance is for you so if you have a minimal budget with you if you want if you have a minimal uh, uh, like uh, 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 like a budget with you so uh, bx finance is the product which you which you need to go for for kick starting a project grow your community and uh, sustain in the market by giving a utility for your project okay okay fine so uh yukesh thank you for that thank you for sharing those those insights um uh, my my question to you at this point is you you've shared with us a lot about what's been happening how you went about it uh you know the the team that you got together the community that you've built uh 
the the journey and the arc and the story that you know you you lived right um and through all of this through every person's journey the one common point is of course uh you know uh, the the passion but also the the orientation to keep going right so i need to ask you what is your uh personal philosophy what is it that kept you going uh i would say dream so if you have a dream and if you have a passion for it for what you do so more than a work if you have a uh, if you have a dream which keeps pushing you each day so that's mm-hmm. what uh, like uh, takes you ahead so have an idea like think of an idea work around it so keep pushing for it and uh, that's where that will take you automatically to where you want to be and it will not let you sleep so that's what has brought me here after seven plus years now into this market fair enough you're okay uh certainly have a dream have have a you know have a dream more than more than have a goal have a dream and and every day work and walk in that direction that's that right yeah yeah okay all right thank you for sharing that yukesh i'm certain that that's something that every one of us can 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 aspire to uh i'm now going to open the room for questions from the audience uh oh my team informs me that there already are some questions that have come in uh the first question i see yukesh is is coming from andy and andy is asking the question uh is no code better than having code so uh, i would say uh, no code is for uh, beginners who wants to uh, kick start with a low budget so if mm-hmm. you have budget with you if you are ready to spend few money on the development side so uh, mm-hmm. i would say hiring a dedicated development team will be the best option so instead of right. hiring a separate single developer for your project hire mm-hmm. a dedicated team so a team in the sense you need to have a front end developer a back end developer a qa testing person a project manager so uh, having a dedicated team for your project will automatically accelerate and keep the development moving and finally you will have a successful project but if you have a single developer with you it is going to be a pain for you and you cannot right. achieve what you want to get so if you are ready to invest in this obviously first option would be to go for a dedicated team hiring if you are not ready for investing then uh, no code platforms will be the initial uh, investment which you want to do which you can do to uh, get started to go into the market so maybe what you can do is go with the no code platform first get started go into the market develop and uh, bring something to the market raise some investment and then come for uh, like uh, getting into a dedicated hire team hiring for your future developments mm-hmm. that seems to be a very good strategy yokesh uh, start with something that's low cost but you can build at least your mvp and then yeah. you know with the funding that you get you can go into all out develop yeah yeah okay super all right okay the next question oh i've got two questions i've got two questions uh both of which seem a, a little bit uh a little bit controversial but going to ask them anyway so uh monero forever says um what is the disadvantage of no code the disadvantage is i would say you cannot extensively build a large scale dapp like with the no code platform 
so specifically okay. if you see uh, with our uh, uh, no code platform what we are looking to is like with the set of modules for this year we have around 15 plus modules in our goal like uh, ranging mm-hmm. from launching your own nft marketplace launching your own staking pool launching your own farming pool so with the set of uh, uh, like uh, uh, contracts which you can use to develop your own uh, product so other than that if you have a custom requirement which is not supported in our uh, no code platform so there is where you need to look forward for hiring a external uh, team so that is how uh, uh, like uh, the no code platforms have uh, like this is the minimal disadvantage which i see with the no code platforms okay fair enough fair enough it, it does but it does it does fit a need it does suit a purpose and uh, you know that being said it is built for a particular segment of the market so so fair enough right. fair enough okay um i have gloria who is who's asked the second uh, controversial question uh this one i i suppose you know gloria is not really an ai person uh the question is is no code going to replace developers no so no code is nowhere going to replace developers because developers are the people who are creating no code platforms itself okay so uh, with no code platforms like you can kick start and get into the market so uh, that's what i said with uh, chances with the previous question as well so if you want to kind of a custom development for example if you are launching a new project like completely different like a project called cardano which is completely different from existing blockchains so obviously you cannot go with the no code platform you will need to put in your minds you need to put in developers to do uh, r&d and come up with the new solution for it and then start the coding for it so it is like a long set of process which you cannot obviously do with the no code platform uh, exactly and you know i think i think you've also hit on the head about the fact when it comes to ai where a lot of people are concerned that ai is going to be replacing uh, tons of jobs in the industry right the same way that people thought you know uh, computers would do that right so uh, my take on ai is that ai is going to replace multiple jobs but jobs in the sense it's not going to replace the developers uh, right. i would say ai primarily now is going to replace the level 1 support kind of people who are there in the market so mm-hmm. it will it is going to automate like uh, basic kinds of task for example if you see in a company when you reach out to them uh, so you get an automated reply or when you uh, contact them on a live chat so an ai is going to reply you with multiple uh, answers so that is mm-hmm. the level one kind of people uh, which will be working on, in in a company so ai is going to replace that on the first place so uh, on the next phase if you see ai is will ai will be like automating few tasks but not replacing mm-hmm. it completely so at least right. for the next 15 to 20 years it is going to be evolving and automating task but as mm. long as developers keep on upgrading themselves keep on uh, like contributing to the market they are going to sustain and it's not going to replace them um, i i agree with you when it comes to that that same logic right uh, uh, you know it's it's often it's often the point in which um even when the computer came in right and this is pretty much the same thing that uh, that ai is doing if you track the trend between what the computer actually replaced and what ai is is aiming to add more value to uh, it is more of a, a function than an actual role right 
thereby replacing a function or one part of a job that somebody is doing as opposed exactly. to the entire job or the entire scope of work exactly correct yeah okay do you do you often have this conversation with with other people uh, you know do people come and ask you that hey you know is is ai going to replace what you know what we're doing in <laughs> going to replace us is there any point in studying anymore <laughs> Uh, so right after chat gpt so there are multiple people asking us the same question so this uh, answer to all <laughs> yeah uh, that 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 really 